everybody, this is Doug, and I'll be doing the show this week, and this is These Amazing Places. It's show number 201, and it's for the week of February 27th. I hope you're all doing well. This week, uh, I'll be doing the show, as I said before, and I will be in Animal Kingdom, not to talk about the park, but I want to talk in, uh, in a uh, larger fashion about the cast members that greet us in the parks and in the resorts. So uh, put on your headphones, sit back, and relax, and I'll be right back. Okay, everybody. As I said before, I will be in Animal Kingdom. Um, the reason why I, I guess I signified that, even though I'm going to talk in a broader aspect about many of the cast members, is because of a meetup that I had with a cast member. And she actually worked on uh, the Pangani uh, Trail, Exploration Trail in Animal Kingdom. Um, so anyway, she was a really nice lady. This was an, a chance meeting. I actually was there at Extra Magic Hours. And um, I came up on the path, uh, videotaping and recording and kind of just looking to see if I could head up that trail. There were a group of cast members that were gathered there beginning their day. And uh, you'll hear me at the beginning of the audio ask them, um, is the path open? And one of them, the lady who I ended up walking with, says yes. And we kind of took off from there. So um, anyway, that will be the audio that I'll end up playing here in just a little while. It's going to take you through the, um, uh, the hippo area, and she's going to discuss some of the funny stuff, actually, about the hippo, uh, and the, the hippo that most people never see. And then we actually go up and we meet with a feeder and a trainer who is actually feeding the, uh, uh, I think it's the mercats, but I, I can't remember for sure. Anyway, so you'll get to hear that uh, encounter. Um, I guess my point in doing the show was... Um, uh, many times when we are uh, in Walt Disney World, we picture Walt Disney World as a wealthy corporate entity that's main purpose is to separate us from our money and to keep its well-paid executives living in a way that many of us could never imagine. And that's probably the, the truth in many ways. But you have to remember, and this actually reminded me, especially as I listen back to the audio, that uh, the cast members that work there are people uh, that are making uh, usually, you know, not a great amount of money, uh, probably closer to what most of us make, an average amount. And uh, they still greet us with a smile and stuff on their faces. And they, they aren't seeing, you know, the vast amounts of money that come into the parks, as most of us don't, you know, when we work for someplace. Uh, in reality, the money uh, that does uh, go into the pockets of the hardworking cast members comes from you and I. Uh, so... These people, as I said, are making a decent wage and actually just like you and I trying to hang on to what we can while squeezing out all the enjoyment we can out of the one life that we have. Um, many times these people are already retired, and I say that because these, this woman that I spoke to and her husband, which you'll hear just briefly in the audio, were both retired and have now moved on to make this their career, and they're living in Florida. Uh, so they're actually working to make extra money to supplement the high cost of living that we're all living through right now. Um, in any event, there are people that, uh, that do greet you in the parks and on the buses and in the resorts and the restaurants on the long days when we have decided to take the family to visit the mouse. So, um, uh, 
you'll hear, I mean, in this audio, she actually had, uh, she jumped right into talking to me a lot about uh, where I was at and, um, uh, and then her life in general and how she ended up there. Um, I thought this was great. Um, I'd never really had a chance to even just speak to cast members. Uh, I shouldn't say that I haven't had a chance to. Uh, in many ways, it's because I'm just busy. I get busy in my own thing and I march through the parks and I'm not really a lot of times paying a lot of attention to uh, to actually the people that are in the parks, whether they are there to just visit, whether they're, they're working. I just seem to have my stuff that I need to get done and I start moving through. So this is actually a pretty good reminder to me um, that actually these people do care about what they're doing and uh, they do see it as important and they do see their jobs as a way to uh, help the, the people that are paying good money to come there and visit, uh, a way to help them enjoy maybe their stay even a little more. And they really, they really do uh, take that seriously. And uh, even though you'll hear many breaks kind of where we kind of separated and then we would meet back up again. And it really was that um, she seemed to take a stop as I continued to move along and then she would meet back up with me again at the next point. And this was really of her own doing. It was nothing that was planned, at least on my part. So she would explain a place to me and then she would kind of move on. And then she would meet up with me again and explain the next place. And it really, uh, it felt kind of like I had my own individual guided tour through the thing. And so it really did help me to, to be able to enjoy my morning a lot more. And uh, she really did a lot for me anyway to help me kind of slow down and enjoy the scenery and get into what it was that I was seeing and not just march through uh, like I often do, most of the time do, just trying to get another day's work done. So anyway, I'm going to toss the audio in here. I'll come back, chat with you a little bit more, and, uh, and then we'll head out of here. So we'll talk to you in a minute. I'm only here for four days. Oh, okay. Actually, it wasn't too bad though. It was going to be 60 degrees yeah, when I left. Yeah, I'm sure when I get back, it'll be about 20. Go. Go down. You know, they Oh. <laughs> we paid uh, $27 a gallon for gas. 
Dropped the bottom, broke in the stall. He did it on that one. You couldn't see out of either window. In the center, you could see out. He did it in the center. Also did it on the wall there all the way down. Then he got back in the water. He marks his territory with his poop. If anybody enters it, he'll crush them in half. They kill more people than lions and tigers really? in Africa. Yeah, so right now he's asleep? Yeah, usually in the evening, sometimes he'll, he'll just, the, the stuff's all stirred up. Usually they cleaned it out because you say there's more poop here in the garden. But uh, he touches and flirts, sometimes he'll come right close to glass, like about 3.30, 4 o'clock, sometimes he gets after that. Well, I, can't, I can't believe how still he is. Yeah, he just sleeps all day. And he well, how, how long can he hold his breath under there? Eight minutes, five to eight minutes. Okay. So have to come up. He'll least stick his nose up. Yeah, that's why I was going to say he yeah. just sticks his nose up then, right? Uh, uh, it's like the, the glass kind of makes it off. He's, yeah. not, he's closer, looks closer than it is. That's really neat. I've never seen him in here, and I've actually been in yeah. here several times. Yeah, a lot of folks don't see him, because they don't realize he's in there. But he stirs up the hippos, and in the morning, he's, sometimes he stirs up the hippos, and he's sleeping. A little bit this morning. Yeah. Got it, too. But I don't like that sound. I worked in Oklahoma, from company after we went dial in Kingwood, West Virginia. I worked in Oklahoma. I actually had a fast food restaurant in Kanawha City, West Virginia, right next to Charleston. Oh, yeah. And I ran a coal mining operation in, right near War, on a mountain by War. But I've been down to Morgantown. Yeah. 
and a lot of those, well, Beckley, Ripley, oh, Parkersburg. He's on watch. He's on century duty. That's Timon from the Lion King, a little meerkat. He usually sets up all prim and proper on century duty. It kind of looks that way a little bit right now. He's got his he nose up He sets perfectly straight sometimes. You ever see him on TV, they'll sit up perfectly straight. They watch for eagles, hawks, and predators. Oh, there he goes. There we go. <laughs> yeah, you can't turn down food. If he sees one, he gets a bark and they all disappear. Now, they sit there for the first century. Maybe they have they trained them to eat that? I don't know if you train them. I wonder where they eat veggies. There's trained to go uh, in, a, in a little crate. Uh, and I'm not part of their training team, but I do know a little bit about it. Um, when they go up for their annual physicals, they're trained just to walk into their little crate. Because um, when they do, they usually get a little uh, treat for it. Either a apple, which is one of their favorite little foods, or they get um, a little meatball. And uh, they just close it on them, and they're ready to go. They yes. also, I believe, do some stationing um, on these little stumps. Where yes, they do They have to get up on the little stump, and they'll get a little uh, treat thrown to them that way, too. You know, in our manual, it says they're carnivores. They we are tell mostly them. carnivores. Yeah, we I mean, but they do eat some veggies here. But we say they're carnivores because that's what we're trained to tell. Right, right. And yeah. for the most part, yes, they are. Uh -huh. Carnivores, insectivores, because you know we do yeah, some right. bugs and stuff uh -huh. too. Um, but uh, you know, I guess to kind of round out their diet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they get the veggies, and I mean, they eat them. They like them yeah. to a certain extent. I'm, I'm sure there's some veggies that they would prefer more than others. Uh, they tend to really like apple. Oh, oh. Um, so when their training is done, <coughs> we try to save as much of their apple for training as possible. Oh, I so see. So like with the carrots or the uh, and the celery, we'll just you know toss it out yeah. here for them. Now I did give them some uh, apples this morning because their training team's not here today. Oh. <laughs> but um, I'll give them more later on today. Oh. But um, usually on. I think most of their training is done like on uh, Friday or Saturday, Sunday, Monday is most of their training oh. days. Oh. Um, so usually on those days we definitely save the apples <laughs> for the training team to use. Yeah. Oh. Now the Garanuk, he looks like a little deer. Yeah, yeah, that's they're, what I was just thinking. An antelope. They can stand perfectly straight, bipedal, and eat from the trees. They have a long, skinny neck and a rotating hip. Thank you. Have a good day. <clears throat> now, one time I saw three of them right together. They look like a merry-go-round. They're pronging. They're bouncing in around the big circle. And they don't do it very often, but sometimes they do it. And they're right together. I thought, oh, it's like a merry-go-round. They just prong. They just go like this. But uh, the male has horns. I don't see the male now. He has horns. They don't shed their horns, they just grow a little longer each year. Well, the one's very curious about us. Yeah, he's good. Now, those black vultures, uh, one time, the cat took a, took a uh, rabbit. I don't know if I say meerkats, he bird changed rats, picked quite a lot, say rabbits. And one day he took a rabbit, he were killing it, and it was all stretched out. They took it in the, in the termite mill. All the black vultures are hugging it. They don't eat meat. Uh, they, I mean, they don't eat 
They didn't eat dead meat. They don't eat live meat. Okay. It was dead, so they wanted it. It was dead, so it was theirs. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, usually they don't. Uh, they don't bother them. But, uh, now one time there was a hawk. I thought it was a black vulture out there. He's standing up. Here. Oh, look! He's standing by Pedo eating from a tree. Yeah. One day he he saw a hawk, and he gave bark. They all disappeared. He's the first one in the ground. The rest of them after. Look at that. <laughs> Can you take pictures from the app? Actually, it's, it's, it's videoing. It, it oh. Usually it's just a video. I can take pictures, but it's much more difficult. The point of getting it up on my hat is so that I don't have to hold it. How can you tell if, it's, if you're looking at it? I mean, how can you tell it? Oh, you know, they actually, because of how the lens is shaped, as long as you get it in that general direction, oh, it, it seems to do okay. okay. I, it's, it's a little different, but... Uh, but I, every time that I try to hold a standard camera, yeah. uh, you get so much shake in it. And then if you use the image stability thing in it, your uh, battery gets worn down in about uh, in no time at all, half an hour. And, and it takes away the clarity of the image, so where this doesn't do that. It looks a little strange, but it works. So, And I tried the video thing so many times and had them just look horrible. But I decided, okay, I gotta try this a little differently this time. Will you have a good day? Okay, everybody, I hope you enjoyed the audio. Um, it really was uh, just an interesting morning for me and it had nothing to do with climbing onto an attraction so uh, there were some other great things back in on this path that I would say for nobody to miss uh, one of those is uh, there's actually when you come back outside the back side of the path there's actually a gorilla path to where you can go and look at the primates that are back in there and if you're there first thing in the morning especially on extra magic hours it's an amazing place to be not a lot of people are back in there yet because they're all running to hit the attractions and the gorillas are eating and uh, in a very calm state so I am going to try to post some video I actually have video of all this it's just gonna you know with hectic lives obviously you can tell with Adam and I we're always just trying to keep up and get another show out there each week and sometimes it's both of us a lot of times it's just one of us anymore and a lot of times it's a conglomeration is best that we can put everything together and try to put together an entertaining show for everybody. So anyway, if you, uh, if you are enjoying the shows, it would be great if we could just hear from everybody once in a while. And that would be a podcast at these amazing places. And just let us know uh, how you're doing out there and uh, maybe the things that you're thinking of when you're listening to the shows. So anyway, um, uh, I just wanted to chat with you a little bit about some of that and... Uh, so I'll be right back and we'll wrap the show up. Okay, everybody, that's going to wrap everything up for this week. I know it's going to be kind of a short show. So uh, anyway, that's not a bad thing. Uh, long enough to hopefully, if you have headset in and you're running or doing whatever you do on your 
in your busy day that it did uh, give you a chance to be entertained. So anyway, uh, hopefully Adam and I will make it back next week and we will uh, come forth with probably another Disney show. Who knows where we're going to end up around this time of the year. So I've got some stuff coming up that I will be doing and I'll probably bring you guys along at least through Twitter and maybe try to grab some video and stuff. So anyway, hope you're enjoying uh, the uh, warm weather, uh, maybe if it's around you now and the fact that spring is on its way. All right, everybody. Great talking to you again, and we'll be back again next week. Goodbye. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2012. Thanks for listening.
Thank you.